Hello and welcome to We're Watching What? I'm your host Dana, or the DHK as I'm known, and we are very excited to be back. We were on a little bit of a break, but now we are here covering the finales of She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, and Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power, the first season at least. Major, major spoiler alert for both of those things, and then be sure to stay tuned after the main discussion as there are a couple of follow-up points, and without further ado, here's We're Watching What? All right, we have returned. We uh, we have wrapped up on She-Hulk, and then we've also wrapped on uh, Rings of Power, but we'll talk about She-Hulk first. How are we feeling about that ending, and how are we feeling about the reintroduction of our dear friend Daredevil? Our dear friend. Our dear friend. Our dear, dear friend. <laughs> you know, you know, our buddy. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed Daredevil. I I enjoyed his the episode he was in, like, uh-huh. the most. I did not enjoy the finale. I really did not like the finale at all. Okay. I'm not surprised by this information. <laughs> Jackie, we're... Yeah, I loved the Daredevil episode. I think they're very cute, and I love a little flirty situation. Um, and I think he's he's a, he's a good flirt. And in the comics, he's kind of flirty, too. So I kind of loved seeing that. Um, and his walk of shame was amazing. Mm-hmm. And anyway, so I really liked that. Oh, I did not like the finale either. <sighs> I was really very not into this. I... I love it. I mean, I'm not against a fourth wall break to the same degree that Matt is, but like that was too far for me. Like it was just like, ugh. and then it just bummed me out too, because I did want the Titania storyline to go somewhere. I did want it to tie into the MCU a little bit more. I did. You know what I mean? Like there's so much of the show that I'm like obsessed with and love. And then there's so much that I'm just like, I feel like was missing. And so I feel like it's just very uneven. Okay. You know, when the pacing was not great throughout the whole season. And and so, I, I, yeah, I have mixed, I guess, emotions. Okay. I absolutely adored the finale episode. I, at first, I was like, oh, what are they doing here? And then at a certain point, I was like, no, I am into this. The meta-ness of this, the, the poking fun at the people who, of course, had the exact reaction that they predicted they would have online. Like, I, you know, I just, I love robot Kevin Feige, essentially. <laughs> I really hated the robot Kevin Feige thing. Oh. I could have gotten behind the rest of it almost. Yeah. Ugh. I, it just, it's not to be thought about this deeply, but it, I am who I am. And it's just one of those <laughs> things where it made the whole show like something that I just don't even feel like can exist in the Marvel Universe anymore. Like, I know it's a dramatic, but where it just was like, oh, you're doing the whole like Roger Rabbit, like Toontown thing where it's like, okay, so she's in this show and she's, doing the things as they're written so it's not real and the rest of the mcu is real in the mcu like it's real you know and so it's like now we're either saying all of it's not real like this like they're all just players in it i hate to break it to you know that you know what i'm saying as someone who enjoys (laughs) movies we're we're buying into this universe they've created and now you're telling me that it's Uh not actually real or this show is just like a weird outlier you know what i mean like it's like that and i know it's not to be thought on that level but that's what it does to me. No, I know, but that's what upsets me about it too. Is I'm just like, oh, I just, oh, I don't, I don't like the Wizard of Oz feeling of it. I don't, I just, I don't know. And she's like complaining that it's not like a lawyer, a, like a cute comedy, comedy. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> like, what even happened? I was like, I'm, I'm the jet lag one. <laughs> 
was like, Jackie's Mexico is not that far ahead at all. Yeah, Jackie's writers have dropped the ball on this. <laughs> <laughs> the ball. Kevin would cancel her. No. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. that was that was so much. Okay, um, the lawyer comedy, and I'm like, well, you could have done that, and you didn't, and so it's just like, I don't know. I always find that kind of like frustrating when they're. And I know they're writing it, but I just, it fucks with the, like you said, it fucks with the narrator in a way that I hate because it's like, it goes from being real to being a story. And I don't know. I I just like that, like, we did get a different ending in an MCU property, right? Yeah, like, I exactly mean, to their point, because we, we, it is, it has been all the same to like, you know. No, and, and I really would have liked it, the ending that she chose if we didn't have to have the weird thing fourth wall break in the middle to explain why they were doing it. Yeah. I mean, maybe some of it in me is like the industry person, right? Where it's like signing the NDA and the, you know, why'd you make me sign? <laughs> it's like everyone signs the NDA. I was crying laughing at that. Cause I was like, yes, it's true. It's so true. So yeah, it, it's, it's, it's a very for, you know, people who are immersed in that side of it. I think story. And so it, it does make it more specific, but I like the specificity of it. We're going to take a quick break and be right back. And we're back. It was something where it went to a point where it was so much more on the nose than I think the other things that we've talked about that I've liked about the show, because I know I've been probably the most lukewarm about a lot of it, but the level of self-awareness it had. And I like that, like, you know, it's villain is the fanboy, the greasy fanboy in, in the basement who's yeah. talking crap, but you know, and it was doing that in such a way. And like we talked about attack, um, addressing all these different feminist ideals and things that are like important to be addressing, but doing it in such a way that was like, this is so clever. Mm-hmm. That this didn't feel that clever to me. I think it just felt more right. on the nose kind of like, here's a very literal translation of how to do that. Where I was like, Oh, I thought this, I felt like the show was better than it, I guess, in that way. And okay. so well, because like, when she ends up being the monster in a situation where incels, like, took, you know, video without her consent of her, you know, you know, and they bribed someone to do that. Like, there's so many levels of disgusting happening mm-hmm. that I loved that. I thought that, like, wow, this is so much smarter than I expected it to be. This is going somewhere really cool. And then it does, and I'm not going to say it negates any of that, but it just felt very like, oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I'll I'll give you that. It was on the nose. I think, again, given the reaction of people to it and looking at it in the context of the larger, like, conversation, I was like, well, even then it's on the nose, like, they don't get that it's, you know, they are still not in on the joke because that's how embedded they are in their, you know, beliefs. So I I was like, maybe that is what it takes or, you know, even that level of it doesn't matter. But yeah, it was very direct. Yeah, I will. I will praise it for as a show, I think, consistently doing what it wants to do. Mm -hmm. And I think also there is something to be said about challenging, um, not that it's all Kevin Feige, but challenging Kevin Feige and the the norms that have been established in everything that has been done under him here Mm -hmm. in the MCU. Yeah, is daring and something that I like that he clearly was like, yeah, <laughs> you know, and then also that they came up with it, you know yeah. what I mean? To be like, we're just going to flip things on their heads and do something totally different. And they're doing the whole meta Disney enchanted thing. Like we're making fun of ourselves now, Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, which I appreciate that element of it. So like, I, I will give it kudos for that and, and knowing what it is, you know, <laughs> knows its no, own identity. And, yeah. And I mean, 
I did not love the finale episode, but I will say that like I still want to watch season two. I okay, hope that was that was gonna be two. my question. I was like, are you, you know I mean? like, in for? I hope there's a season two. I'm into it. I thought a lot of it was funny. I think they can learn from this season and do, you know, better, right? You know, especially with like evenness of you know and, and all that. But yeah, I, I want I want to see more. Well, and we're getting Scar and we're having yeah and and all this, but it's so World War Hulk, Planet Hulk, something. We just got. I don't know that it's official, but didn't we just kind of hear that Harrison Ford really is playing Thunderbolt? Yeah, Ross I think he is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and the only reason I can imagine why you have to recast him instead of writing him out is because you want to do Red Hulk, which they also hinted at in this. So to me, I mean, not even like hint. You want to talk about on the nose at? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, but, but you know, yeah, exactly. But it's the thing where I'm like, I so I feel like there's big Hulk stuff coming. Yeah, and I'm. Aside from, you know, I think I think it got marginally better throughout the show. But aside from, like, I still don't love seeing her as She-Hulk half the time with some of the effects and stuff. Okay, but I, I do I, love that they I acknowledge that, her. too. You know, I do. No, I do. Yeah, they're very aware <laughs> of that. that I mean, I did laugh some of the time during yeah. the, the yeah. fourth wall stuff. It's just he like, was I was like, like yeah, it's, it's a expensive. story thing. Yeah. He's like, yeah, it's very expensive. It's just like that. Yeah. Yeah. He's transformed <laughs> away but when the camera is not on you. Yeah. No, that was I fun, mean, yeah. Yeah, I did. I laughed. I mean, I'm not going to say I didn't laugh at any of it, but yeah. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. It still maintained its clever writing and the acting and all the things. It was just a story point that I was like, bah. like seeing the Disney Plus home screen. And so I was like, oh, no, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> me too. To me. I, as soon as it started, I was like, oh. Yeah. Well, because Jackie, when you were talking about the stuff and after the fallout of her losing, becoming the monster in that situation, I really liked the first part of the episode until mm-hmm. that happened. I was really digging where things were going. Because I liked the the consequences she was facing in this situation where she yeah. was absolutely a victim, <laughs> and yeah. it's just like, yeah, really, you know what I mean? Like this that's is exactly what real what life happened, is like, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I liked seeing all that and everything, and you know. But and then I did like the ending of it. I thought, you know, Hulk was. It looked kind of like eh, I well, just... forget Hulk. I mean, his son looked. That's what I meant. He looked Ooh. like you could design him better, but I I enjoyed seeing. You know, Matt and her kind of dating and stuff is kind of fun, you know, and yeah, maybe she'll be, cute. maybe she'll make cameos in his show, <laughs> you know, yeah. it'd be kind of cute. See, you I know? had this, I don't, I'm not going to call it an argument, but this discussion with someone where I was like, I didn't, I don't feel like they're dating, dating, you know, I know no, he was I, at a family thing, but it felt like a very like, oh, we are leaving the door open for like crossover cameos, but do not expect sure. these two to be in a committed yeah. relationship. No, I didn't expect <laughs> them that they're like, yeah. they're like boyfriend, girlfriend. I expected yeah. that they like each other and that, you know, there happened to be a family, something happening. Right, right. Yeah. There, you know what I mean? But, you know, I like this, this this flirty softer version of him and i think it's cute and i like it i hope you keep seeing it it is funny because i was like oh he is a little out of practice because his accent is slipping through a little bit yeah, <laughs> i was, was like all right like, get it out mm. now buddy get it out yeah. <laughs> like, get it i, I want to believe that this just all like came up and was like okay you're yeah. gonna, we're going to renew your show, but actually we need you to be in She-Hulk too. You want to do it? And he's like, oh, okay. No, no, <laughs> it's know. not you want to do it. Yeah. It's you're yeah. going to be in She-Hulk. Because <laughs> yeah, he also wasn't, he's just not quite as like bulked up and stuff as he was. And there's never, so he's, I think he has, he's like he's working soft, on that. Yeah, softer <laughs> daredevil. Yeah. It's like, yeah. But I am curious. I mean, I don't know that it's this deep, but because they've, he's in this show and he's lighter here than he's mostly been in his shows. I am curious to know. Um, the tone. You know. With the way, well, with the way that that season three of Daredevil leaves off, and we still don't quite know exactly what they're taking as canonical happening. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, you know? I don't, yeah. But with that, you know, Fisk was 
almost murdered, but not, and then taken away again, whatever. And it was like, okay, cool. So things could potentially be getting better, hopefully. I was hoping for a little queen pin action with Vanessa, but we don't know. But then we see, and we have Fisk and Hawkeye and all this, whatever, and he's totally fine. And so with Fisk out and totally like on the loose, I would think Matt wouldn't be quite as like cavalier. And so it seems either way, it seems that his life, um, things seem a little happier than I think they were when we left off. So I'm curious to see where we start with him. One of my questions, and this only comes as the child of, I was like, when did he pass the bar in California? (laughs) Yeah, that, well, uh, yeah. It, that's what's interesting too is he's spent time he has passed the bar in California in the comics because he has spent time there and no, no, goes I, to, I believe that but I'm just like excuse yeah, me like, Matt Murdock of the television yeah. shows uh when did we yeah. bother to pass one of the hardest bars in the country exactly and <laughs> in our and spare it, time <laughs> exactly and it and it's like okay well who knows how much time has passed right. since then and now what he's been doing and whatever but also maybe it was before we met him as because I mean, we meet him as a kid in the Netflix show but we meet him already as a lawyer when he's an adult. So maybe he did it before. Who knows? But yeah, yeah. yeah, it was was such a minor thing to glom onto. I was like, excuse me. No, I thought the same thing though too. I was like, oh, convenient. Cause I mean, having worked with even just entertainment attorneys for so long in reality television, I was just kind of like, I know this is not a joke. Like California, you have to do some very very specific testing. (laughs) But all right. Well, you know, it sounds, I, I clearly, was the most won over by the show. We will return for season two, it sounds like. Yes, you know. Yeah, no, I'll watch it. Yeah. Look, I even though I was probably the most lukewarm on it for the whole time, I never, it never felt like homework to watch it. It never made me unhappy to watch it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even when they wasn't, even when, and I started liking it more and more as we went along, even when I wasn't loving it, I was totally fine watching it. So it was perfectly enjoyable watch. And I, I think it's one of those ones that potentially now that you know everything about it, I think a rewatch is probably pretty fun. Yeah, yeah I, I can actually just remove expectation. Be, well, not exactly. only that, like I think they did a very good job probably of setting up a lot of the Easter eggs and we just didn't yeah. notice it. And so I'm like, oh, I'd, it'd be this is one of the ones I would consider going back. Well, and you got your confirmation that her blood was stolen, that he did uh, yes, steal it. Yes, right? yes, <laughs> yep, Which, yeah. You know, they, they clearly thought maybe we wouldn't think of that because that's why they didn't give us any indication. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. Ironically, I was upset by it because I was like, oh, yeah. God, here, we, you know, and then when it diffused it in that way, I was like, okay, it's one way to, you know, get rid of the storyline. Yeah. I was a little surprised we didn't see him again, though. The the guy that we did it. We did it. We saw did him we? arrested. We did see the guy who. who yeah, he gets yeah, arrested. We got him yeah. arrested. Yeah. Okay. I only remember Hulk King. I don't remember seeing the. Oh, you're talking about the person who actually like he stole it. it. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. We did not. Yeah, know. we didn't see him. Yeah, yeah. we should have. Yeah, yeah sure. I thought we kind of would see him like at that meeting or something, mm-hmm. and I thought there'd be yeah, a little yeah. mo- moment, you know, where she gets to kick his ass. Or something, oh, you know? yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, that would have been fun. He's around still. Who knows? Maybe, yeah, you know, I mean, maybe that's a season two uh, yeah. resolution. Maybe as she's going to go through and she's tying up these loose ends, she's going to be like, "Let me go get that guy." Yeah, <laughs> you know, um, as she should. Yes, very much so. All right. Well. Yeah. Moving on to other mega finales we had. We, we now know who Sauron is. We do. And we uh, do, how we do. do we feel about that? I want to know what Matt thinks. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously I've made it clear that I was hoping that Halbrand would be the Witch King. It's fine that he's not. Is I'm not. <laughs> well, I don't. I don't have problems so far, I have to go back and rewatch and like now knowing he's Sauron kind of really like try to like make sure I can make sense of all the things he's doing. But 
I don't have a problem with him having been Sauron. I more have a problem with speeding up what normally takes 300 years of time with these elves into just making the rings of power really quick. And, and like, I have to believe that the way the show's doing it, we don't, the other 16 rings haven't been made yet. But, yeah, that's what I was thinking too. But like, they should have all been made while Sauron was there as Anatar in Celebrimbor's ear. So, so does Celebrimbor make all the other rings? Well, the smiths and Celebrimbor, yeah, they all they make them all together. The only one that that they that Celebrimbor does not have a hand in is the one ring that Sauron makes in Mordor. Right. Sauron. So I'm I'm wondering if we're going to get Anatar in season two, and somehow he's going to be there guiding, um, because when Anatar arrives in Eregion to like do this and be in Celebrimbor's ear. He's saying that he is one of the sent from the Valar or whatever to help save the elves kind of thing, whatever. Yeah. And that's what ends up leading this all along. And so I'm wondering, we've made the three elven rings. I just have to believe that it's called the rings of power that we would have seen the creation of the others. No, I, yeah, I think <laughs> yeah, we will see them. And my, my thought on it was, I guess we're setting it up in a way where it's like the elves effectively facilitate it. Possibly, right? Where it's like, okay, you know, our Halbrand Sauron has planted this idea. Galadriel knows who he is and is still like, go ahead and make them rings. And therefore, you know, maybe they're like, okay, to, you know, help save ourselves, we'll spread out the power more and do whatever, you know, whatever it is. And so they are more complicit in the downfall of person. I was so surprised at how complicit Elrond and Galadriel like made themselves in this. I was like, that is, that feels like a character change that... I don't, I don't write, I haven't read the books in such a long time, but like. Totally. But like Galadriel literally got told by her brother that you should make the rings knowing that was Sauron saying it right in this vision. And then went and was like, yeah, let's do it. (laughs) And I was like, wait, why? (laughs) If he wants it done, I guess she thinks like, oh, well, we'll do it and keep it for whatever. But. Or, or is it her tempt- being tempted by power, right? Because, like, we've yeah. seen all, like, a hint of, you know, her being, like, you would Well, and he gives her the same speech, practically, that she makes right. in that scene in Fellowship. Yeah, well, and that's the thing I, I liked the most about where we've left off with everything is I liked the scene of her and Halbrand on the raft, or Sauron, on the raft, and the vision of her as his queen. I like the that implication because, you know, when you read the books and stuff and you get Galadriel's big speech and the temptation of the darkness and everything, that's something that, like, is inside of her and all this. But, like, now I actually quite like the idea that she is – you can almost watch the movies and be thinking of it as, like, she is thinking back at her, like, the temptation that mm-hmm. she could have just ruled side by side with Sauron. Mm-hmm. That wasn't part – of what she was thinking in that original speech. It was just like, right. I can take one ring at that point, but really it kind of reframes it a little bit. It does. Yeah. Which is kind of cool in a way. Yeah. See, you like, I'm, you like I'm, it. I'm, well, as you know, I've loved Gladriel's story the most um, this whole time. And I'm obsessed with the fact that she interacted so much with Sauron and that it's him. And I loved, I loved that whole sequence at the end when they're making the rings. Cause I was shocked. She wanted to make the ring too, but, I love when a story shocks me and goes somewhere, you know, whatever. Because I feel like this Galadriel is a lot more, I mean, obviously she's younger. The timeline stuff is so weird. But, like, I don't think that they've done it well. Okay. But she's a little more impulsive and kind of, like, hot She's hot-headed. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that she's, she's thinking she's 
without maneuvering him by doing a third one for some reason. And obviously she's going to be deceived. Well, I think um, the reasoning but... for doing a third one is the only part of her wanting them made that made sense to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like to me, yeah. I was hoping when she came back in there, they would already be made. <laughs> Honestly, or like mm-hmm. two of them and then she suggested of... their one. I know this is so nitpicky and minor or whatever, but I didn't like that they weren't the same rings. I No, Both I had the, the same reaction. Yep. I, was I know. Like, there's certain I things where I'm like, it. you so closely, but then you also but change it's things. Like, why would you change it? Like, it was just upsetting to me. I, I mean, maybe they don't have the rights or something, but I didn't like that. No, I think they, I think they could have probably just done it because it's like they're doing so many things that are so oh, or at least made them closer too yeah yeah you know? closer yeah yeah no i agree with that it was it was sad but but you know they were pretty looking it was like okay cool but but yeah i i'm i'm curious because you know galadriel does interact with the sauron a lot as anatar as, as we know it's not like we read like a depiction of it but we are told that she in Eregion at the time when all this is happening initially with anatar and Celebrimbor, we're told that like she's She's the only elf in Eregion that was distrustful of Anatar. Like, mm. didn't like, didn't know who he was, of course, but saw like she's like something's not right here. But no one would listen to her. And uh, there's still opportunity to do that. Yeah, a little bit. I like the idea of maybe these three elven rings having been created in secret from him. Because I mean, when he comes back and he wants, and you know, we have our battle for trying to get the rings back and all that, whatever. It's like he wants all of them, but Celebrimbor has hidden these three for the elves and has given them to Galadriel and Elrond. Well, it wasn't Elrond. It was two of them to Gil-Galad at the time, and one of them goes to Elrond eventually. But he had hidden them and been like, nope, and he locked all the others in a vault. And that's where, of course, Anatar eventually takes them. But it's a thing where it's like these elf ones never got into Sauron's hands. And so it's okay that they made them first, I guess, and maybe he just won't ever realize that like those three, at least at first, were <laughs> kept from him. But I'm hoping, like I keep saying, I'm hoping that next season we're going to get more him as Anatar or, or whoever they want to make him, whatever, but like coming there and making the other ones. Because I just can't imagine that we just didn't see the other ones being made. Yeah. We're just suddenly supposed to believe they're there. I didn't like yeah. that. But if he's already going to Mordor, it feels like he's going to go there and craft the one ring. But he doesn't know. Well, I thought so too, but you can't craft the one ring until you craft all of them. Is to rule them all. Well, this is where the, right. the timelines come in, right? Where it's, it's like suddenly we speedy make all the other rings is my fear. Yeah. There was a line in it where Elrond and Calabria were like, we have three weeks to do what should take three centuries or something. And I was like, that is a clear book because it took 300 years to make the rings. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like Ew. So you know what you're doing, but yeah. you're going to do it anyway. Yeah. Okay. Like, okay. Look, we're going to give you a nod and tell you that we know. Yeah. Okay. We know. We, we know. We know. Okay. decided we're speeding this shit up. So it's a, it's a page on She Hulk book, actually, where they're just yeah. like, uh, uh-huh. <laughs> I expected, like, yeah, I want to just like wink to the camera and then like keep, <laughs> keep walking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, just keep that smithing. was what I was wondering. So then, do we believe that the obviously the Star Man or whatever is he's a wizard? But do we believe it's Gandalf oh. because he gives the Gandalfs because he says the. The almost direct well, line nose. from Fellowship. I yeah, know. About the I, nose. And I was so confused because I was like, oh, okay. And so, I don't think, why would you lift dialogue directly from one character if it's not supposed to call back? I rewatched the first two on a plane and 
I was like, oh, it's Gandalf. Just because like the gray, the coarseness of the rope. There's just, you know, the vibe. Once he started, <laughs> I was like, I liked it better when he didn't have his verbose vocabulary. <laughs> and he's got like a twinkle to his eye. And yeah. He's like, he's, you, know, you know, there's a little more charming and it, all this stuff. I was like, oh, it's going to be Gandalf. <laughs> I'll say if it's Gandalf, I'm not happy with. Yeah. But it, yeah, I, I, I will not be pleased with that. I think that they clearly want you to think that it might be, of course. You know, and I think that that line serves that purpose, if nothing else, is to like misdirect. Because I do think there's a world where, oh, Gandalf's here now is like a household name that could draw more viewership, maybe. of people, oh, exciting, Gandalf, Gandalf. Yeah. But then maybe it's not. But I just think his, his relationship with the Harfoots, who are so close to the Hobbits, I was like, well, it's not Saruman, probably. Because like... You know, and I, I, it just doesn't feel like Radagast to me. So, no, well, it shouldn't be. I, if anything, it should be one of the blue wizards, which we don't meet in the films. And I, I think if it was, that would make me happy, actually, like fine. Yeah, but you, know you could do, do that. <laughs> well, they might. You could do so much with them. And I mean, they're literally setting this guy on a path right now that is a known path we know the blue wizards do take. And also, if it is Gandalf, it's, it's the biggest thing so far that's creating like crazy inconsistency with the films already, you know, in that like uh-huh. he should not be alive for the war of the, you know, the, the, the last well, alliance because he, we, he literally said, we know this from the films that he's not, and he has to go and he reads and learns about it. And oh, Elrond, I was there, Gandalf. I was there. <laughs> like he, you weren't, you weren't alive, you know? Well, there, I think there's being alive and then there's being in like stasis or, you know, being in rune and the time sure. is different. I, yeah. It's not an he, easy, clean thing, but. Gandalf had to be like, he had to go and go away for years and research in the archives at Minas Tirith, the beginning of Fellowship of the Ring, just to learn about the rings. It's like, and, but here he is alive while this whole thing's happening. And it just seems like, I don't know. But yeah, I think it's, but he is, he is so far from the world, uh, you know, what is happening that I could see. Yeah, it, potentially. Or, or like a memory guess, wipe or something along those lines. I guess yeah. I'm trying to imagine five seasons of a show, which maybe with, with this guy in it, where he, his storyline has nothing to do with Sauron. Mm. <laughs> I can't imagine it. So that's where I'm like. But, but no wizards have know. anything to do with Sauron. So we're already screwed. <laughs> Well, well, the blue wizards do is oh. the thing is like in the in there's been there's like conflicting histories of the blue wizards. But the more recent that Tolkien started like writing before he died about them is that we do know that they went to Rune. They went to the east and they were there to combat in the first age uh-huh. or second age. Sorry. And they were there trying to combat the rising armies of Easterlings and the men that were following Mel- Morgoth and Sauron. Like basically trying like they're there to try to help combat that. And we never learn what happens to them. So it's like, but we know that that's what they were there doing and that he's, and he stated that the armies of the West being Gondor and all these other, you know, in in the third age and stuff had been aided greatly by the fact that the armies in the East were somewhat taken care of smaller because of the blue wizards. Okay. And like, that was what they were doing. And so again, I don't know why there'd only be one right now and not two. I don't know if, well, maybe they meet up and yeah. Yeah, maybe he'll call one down from the sky. Maybe, maybe another one will arrive or whatever. But I think it'd be it'd be interesting if they did the Blue Wizards just because it's different. It's new, yeah. you know? And it's like, okay. Who are the spooky ladies? I really don't know. My, I, I was wondering. I was Up until ask. this episode, I thought that they were just kind of like mages. Like they were just practicing the dark arts or whatever. But 
I'm starting to think maybe that they are, they could be also Maiar, like Sauron and wizards are. They could be like that. They're just like lesser whatever mm-hmm. beings that are, that are there. They could also be maybe results of Sauron's experiments with the seen and unseen worlds merging because you see them that they, they have their wraith thing going on, mm-hmm. which means that they probably exist in the unseen world, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is like, that's what, that's what we were told in the very beginning of the show that Sauron was experimenting with. So it's, right. it's possible that he created them and they're, mm-hmm. you know, loyal to him and whatever and they just don't recognize him <laughs> right and yeah. well, but well he's th- a shapeshifter right so, well right. he is but also like i think they th- i think they thought whatever happened with him and adar which we still have to learn it more yeah. about him i imagine whatever happened with them and if adar was telling the truth that he thought he defeated sauron and all this stuff they may have not thought that sauron was gone as well and the thing is is like your spirit the spirit doesn't die right but the physical form has died and mm-hmm. so like they maybe thought oh new physical form has arrived <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> that, that was my that assumption was, from it but know? i would also think like you could recognize the power that made yeah. you or something along those lines. i don't know it felt like such an obvious that. bait and switch of because uh, i was like this isn't it was just structured in a way to like to oh like because it was like oh who's sauron like that was the yeah. whole point of the season where mm-hmm. i would have honestly like if halbron wasn't sauron i honestly would have preferred this season ending with like literally like Celebrimbor doing his thing and the whole like mithril thing is not working out right whatever and then he happens someone walks in and he's like what what do you think anatar <laughs> something <laughs> and you find out that there is someone who's been there in his ear all that time yeah, yeah. it would I be mean, like oh can't wait for season two my my biggest beef with the sauron halbrand reveal is just like the convenience of him being in the water when galadriel was there you know i was like what are the odds yeah, I think he would, have, he would have had to be so in control of the universe and so aware that he could be at the right place in the right time. And he has just not seemed like demonstrated that level of omnipotence yeah. at this point. I think that if that yeah, when I think back on that, I think that the the most possible the most logical explanation is that he maybe has already taken his fair form, whether it's Anatar on the show or whatever it is, like as an elf, and maybe he was in Linden. And he may have known that that's what that Galadriel got sent, and he may have gone out there and done that on purpose. Because he's trying to, he clearly wants her specifically, so he put himself in a position where he would hopefully encounter her. Right. How would he have known that she would like jump off the boat? Like what right. It's the it's a lot yeah. of plot holes so, there. It's a lot. It's a, it's very convenient, you know. So that part sucks. Yes, <laughs> I think. But you know, and we uh we did get our dear beloved friend the Balrog. I know. I hated that because I was like, why are you? Th- I thought you would hate that. I was like, I was like, if Batman hates this. Because it was stupid. I was like, why are we waking up already? And he just, is he just like sad? He's just like disturbed. And he's like, <laughs> I know we got in the trailer that we saw that shot of the Balrog, but I, that's why I thought the stranger might become a Balrog or something. I thought we were going to get just another Balrog mm-hmm. or, or it would be that one who would end up going and slumbering there, even though that wouldn't be good, but whatever. But it's just like, why are I mean, it's really early for that guy to be waking up if, like, really, he's going to do really. something now. So maybe he goes back to sleep. He's just like, stop it. Yeah. And then, like, shush. Yeah. I mean, maybe <laughs> he gets snooze for a bit. Trying to sleep down here. Yeah. <laughs> well, because, like, I want that to build up more. Like, I yeah. think that, like, it should, I think there should be very little consequence at first so that we're thinking, oh, okay, I don't know. And then all of a sudden bad things are happening or whatever. But. Yeah, because this isn't even the Durin that is supposed to get killed by the Balrog. So it's like, I I get that it probably will be, but it's just a thing where I'm like, 
woof. Like, there's a lot. I mean, the dwarves have to fight in a war still. Like, we have things <laughs> that need to be done before this guy comes and wreaks havoc. <laughs> so I'm like, hmm. Yeah. I did you love know. all the stuff with, the, like, the, uh, the Durins. Yeah, um, I did too. Mm-hmm. I like the daddy issues. Very good. Yeah, they continue to be such a, I mean, well, everything, everything dwarf. They are just, yeah, I love them all. And, like, and the wife is fantastic. Yes. Yeah, you know, I, I um, love her. Oh, she's amazing. So, and, and that plot line in general was really, really good. And I really enjoyed it. The, the Harfoots also grew on me by the end. Because mm-hmm. I found them a little annoying. I didn't the like them at first. I, I'm yeah. not. I'm not going to say they're still not my favorite storyline by any stretch of the. They're not my favorite, but, but like, I didn't hate them as much at the end. Yeah, when the like shepherd one of that, you know, the Pathfinder one is like, I just want to sit and watch the sunrise. I was like, oh, oh god, okay. Yeah. Like, yeah, I got a little misty on that. Well, I, I like that part too because I like that he, you know, he's a man of his word. You know, yeah. like he, yeah. <laughs> he's he's the leader. Usually, he's like, hey, we leave you behind. You know, and it's like, okay, now leave me behind. You know. I thought some of I know this is rich coming from the Ewok lover in me, but I thought some of them fighting these these mystics was a little silly. Oh, like no, they I was should like, be dead immediately. I was like, come on, you yeah. know. And that comes from someone who likes that Wicket defeats the Empire, but okay. yeah, well, you know, we have, but, <laughs> we've been over that one. <laughs> yeah. So I get that that's real rich, but I was a little kind of like okay during those things, and I it's really my, silly, but I get very upset that they don't do the size stuff very well. Yeah, like apples, look like apples in their hand, and the you know what I mean, like things like that. Where I'm like, but they should be bigger. The whole Elrond uh, Durin thing, I was like, you're tr- you're you're not trying that hard. Yeah, some of those were a little like, yeah. you know, some of the shots with them, but but yeah, no, I I liked the Harfords from the from the beginning well enough. I didn't. There wasn't like, I was very intrigued by who this meteor man was, but I wasn't. Um, you know, I was like, whatever. But I've, I've, I've maintained that I do think the actress who plays Nori is quite good. I like her, and and um, I am happy enough to have more of her. I really did think for a second, though, at the end of this, when she was like, "Wizards, like, oh, you should come on an adventure," and she's like, "Pass." I really thought I was like, "Oh, are you actually like not going to put Harfoots in the rest of this and like whatever?" And then it was like, "Oh, never mind." <laughs> yeah, I, exactly. I thought there was a possibility. I maybe too. I was I, like, too. I was like, I kind of would have yeah. liked that actually. That would have been kind yeah. of like an interesting. Well, well and, and there's a poetry, even though I was, I said this exact thing and I was hoping it wouldn't be true, but it's, it's true now. But there's a poetry kind of there about Harfoots taking this huge role in kind of helping form the first wizard. Mm-hmm. Like, or have, yeah. have, at least having him realize who he is, because he could have been corrupted by these, mage, these, these, mm-hmm. yeah. become something crazy. So that's kind of fun when you fast forward and you see that just the relationship that Gandalf has, which is again, more support why it would be Gandalf, but it also kind of sets a precedent that maybe by the time Gandalf arrives, that makes yeah. him turn to Bilbo in the first place in the Hobbit. You yeah. Know, or at least be Hobbit like, Oh, we, I know what these are. They're cute. Cause he knows, well, he knows the histories of what the Harfoots have done. And yeah. maybe there's going to be yeah. some stuff that Nori's going to do here. That's going to be pretty remarkable for the wizard. So I don't know. Whatever. I did think, and I saw this, online somewhere so i have to get i don't know where but i have to give credit to it i thought that was like oh, okay you know we burned all the wagons perhaps this is where we get our first hobbit doors and yeah. you know they settle in this area and then we get to see yeah you know, so maybe we aren't writing the Harfoots out but we we get to see the founding of hobbiton essentially yeah i imagined we'd be leading there at some point i'm not i thought exactly we would. sure i don't I think that they're longer, there but... well that's the thing is they also like location wise it doesn't make sense yet but i thought the same thing i was like oh is this going to be but where the wizard where they were fighting, that was Mirkwood. 
oh. which is oh, was it? where, yeah. at least as far as I understand it, yeah, which is where, you know, Legolas is and stuff, and Thranduil, you know, yeah. um, and spiders. <laughs> but, so they should be kind of far away from Hobbiton right now, where, yeah. where Hobbiton ends up anyway. The Shire. Um, but, who knows? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I could be wrong about the forest, too. I just, like, I, I forget what they called it. I was like, oh, that's Mirkwood, but I can't remember now. Speaking of like location names, I thought it was so cheesy when the the little title card changed from the. It was like oh, the Southlands. No, it was like more doors. Like I was okay, like, we've already said it. On. You don't need to put a literal. Visual I was just like up. that was so. I hated that. I was like, oh, I, this is cheesy, awful. I mean, because it was so. It was fine when the father guy was like, I forget his name, but he was like Daddy, Dadar, yeah, Daddy. I thought that you know, it's one of those things where I still in. Enjoyed it while I was watching it, but all the dis- you want to talk about finales that are just so on the nose and and yeah. not that creative. And I was like, oh, all right, I guess you've done all these things that we've speculated about and enjoyed speculating about, and you've you've done it earlier than expected. But this is the direction you're going in. Like, all right, yeah. I either think it needed another couple episodes, or you needed to just let let the rings creation stuff like start next season it doesn't you know i don't know i yeah. guess they felt like they need to give people that payoff but it yeah it really just felt like oh you're just like squeezing a ton of crap into this finale episode just to like try to tie up as many listens as you can and then you also have someone like i can't remember her name because she's for the show but um isildur's sister like going about to touch the palantir and then we just don't see what happened yeah, like yeah don't you're just what <laughs> like you know you don't even I, you expect that in two years from now when the next season comes out that anyone's gonna remember that moment come on what's happening you know it's like i guess maybe i will because i just brought it up but i just it's weird well no i mean that's when you just cut it into like the clip package of like last season yeah yeah yeah. like you know i did i will say though i continue to love the the relationship with elendil and and uh muriel Mm -hmm. Uh and the acting and all the stuff there i got super emotional when they were arriving home and he sees all the black sails that are that are yeah. like in the flags and stuff, and like she's like, "What is it?" You know, because she couldn't see it. I like right. I loved that. I thought it was, it was so, so sad. Good. It is one of those things though, where I'm like, because certain characters we do know certain aspects of their fate, and I was like, you cannot change these things, right? And I was like, we know Isildur's fine out there somewhere, yeah. <laughs> you know. At first, I was annoyed by that because of what you're saying. Because I'm like, again, I'm like, oh my god! Like when they did it in the 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 second to last episode, I was like, okay, and then he's still. Missing, missing that. yeah i know it was and like, you know we released the horse and the horse is gonna find him and it's, it's gonna be a whole happened. like it's like yeah. yeah but i i have to believe that we're using it as development for his friend who is now upset that he lost both of his other friends who i think is going to become a ring wraith by the way that other oh. guy mm. and because we don't know who five of the ring race were, so it, I just have to believe it. Because I think they're setting him up for this like dark path that maybe after yeah, that we just went through. Mm-hmm. And I think that they're trying to use it for eventual character development with Elendil and kind of showing mm-hmm. his kingly side and leading mm-hmm. to like, oh, what's going to happen with Elendil? You know, like, yeah. yeah. Um, and so I think that it's being, it's going to be used for things like that. But I agree. It's like, what, yeah, we know. Yeah. It's going to be fine. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I do wish there had been more surprises. I think everything yeah. was well done and it was, you know, whatever, but I wish there was more shocking moments. Well, was, uh, like ooh, fittingly shocking you know? moments, you yeah. know, because yeah, I feel, I feel like, like there were some that I was like, whatever, like, you know, like well done, but. Yeah, it it feels as if you they want they've decided they wanted to go with, even though I liked it fine, they wanted to go with the gimmick of like the who is Sauron so bad mm-hmm. that they 
kind of sacrificed some what would have been development just to do that yeah which is feels a little disappointing but i you know i still i look forward yeah i look forward to every episode of the show hardcore i i was loving it i there are things i love about it i absolutely will rewatch it uh cannot wait for season two like you know so it still has me but i have agreed yeah i want ants i want ant wives i think we'll get them yeah (laughs) i don't know i was very very yeah no there was so much of it that i loved but we got we'll we got Lady Dwarves. It might be too many female too many characters. Women. Yeah, too no, many female yeah. characters we've never seen before. You know, yeah. we can't have too many. Yeah, how many women um, should we really have? You know, yeah, yeah. Regent, I don't know. Be careful. Yeah, the, the last might... warrior stuff. I don't yeah, what are they going to want to do next? More. Vote? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, God. <laughs> All right. Well, we had, we watched a great deal. We're watching what? What else have we been watching in the last few weeks that we enjoyed? Oh, it has to be enjoyed. No, it doesn't have to be enjoyed, but you know, I'm trying to keep it positive here. Uh, well, the first thing that pops to mind is I recently watched Halloween Ends, which I know is on your list, Dana, so I won't Oh, so things. on my list. Um, Only because our dear friend Jamie Lee Curtis and Kyle Richards. Kyle, Kyle Richards, yeah. Um, Bravo has told me I need to watch Halloween Ends. Yeah, they have, and you do. And um, yeah, I thought it was a disaster. But I, it's very divisive, which is very interesting to read on the internet, because some people are like, I, it's amazing. Well, other people like me were just, I couldn't believe what was happening the whole time. I was like, this, this is not, I, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah Enjoyable for an entirely wrong reason, I'll say. Okay. Uh, what was that other horror movie we watched? Oh, Smile. I was going to say Smile. Smile. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did not like Smile at all. And Matt liked it better than I did. Interesting. At least. Yeah, I liked it a lot more than I expected. It, it It's one of those, like, it goes too far in the third act, I think, but I liked the story and the setup, and it's it's kind of like a commentary on on mental health and how yeah. we don't take care of it. Interesting. Yeah, you know, and I liked that about it. I like when I like when horror tries to get allegorical. It just feels like it could have been a little more uh, landed, a little more successfully by the end. But hmm. you know, enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, I also watched Meet Cute with Pete Davidson and Haley or whatever. I don't know her huh. name. What is it was not great. I don't know. But yeah, I did watch it. I watched uh Bling Empire season three. Oh yes. Thank you. Yes. Oh, I'm in the middle of that. What else? Uh Werewolf by Night, both Matt and I mm-hmm. watched. I'm sure there was more. I just can't think of it. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I mean I've been watching a ton of horror movies, but I feel like I've there was uh, some other things, but yeah, it's been so long. Uh, <laughs> like, Bachelor in Paradise. There you go. <laughs> It's back. Yeah, we were all just on vacation, so it's I know <laughs> hard because it's like, well, I wasn't really home that much. <laughs> yeah, well, or it's like I was watching my autopilot things, right? Like, uh, yeah, exactly. Housewives we watched while we were mm-hmm. away and all that stuff. Yeah, and so like, um, yeah. But also, like when you on, like there's, it's... but when you do travel or you do some stuff, like I didn't quite travel like you guys did, but I was gone for four days in a row, right? And it, um, I like. Everything that happened before then is a blur. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, like, I know yeah, I watched I stuff that weekend. I know I did. Yeah. <laughs> but, I absolutely did. I don't remember. Yeah. yeah. But I. Which sure. clearly means, though, none of it was like particularly. Yeah. No. You know. It was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I, oh, I watched Hellraiser. <laughs> oh. Yeah. yeah. Lots of horror movies. See, for you. Lots of horror. I did not dislike that, I will say. Okay. Yeah. I watched the Barney, um, the Barney documentary on, on Hulu. Peak. Oh, is it on Peacock? It might be on Peacock. Yeah. But I'm not sure. I mean, who knows? 
it's two episodes and it's one of those ones that definitely doesn't need to be two episodes, but it was a more interesting look at internet and the rise of internet hate groups and things like that than I expected it to be. I did not realize that that is what it was about. In the time of Bernie the Dinosaur? Well, because it's basically like the the time, the like how to, he goes from being everyone's obsessed with Barney to everyone hates Barney. And so then it talks Uh, about like the like socioeconomic, you know, time and like why we would do that. And then it goes into like, because, you know, the internet's rising at that point too. Mm -hmm. And there's just, yeah, it was actually a lot more interesting and intellectual than I expected. Yeah, was not expecting that. I I thought it was just going to be about like how the show Barney was made. Yeah, and I was like, I thought that like we were children and then we grew up and our parents had children who were younger than us that were still watching it when we oh, wanted God. not to do it any longer and we hated it. Exactly, <laughs> exactly that. I thought it was just about. I thought that was what it was. Yeah. Oh, was see, I was I was too old for it because it came out in 1988, and so I was already five, and so I was just. I guess not watching it. Yeah. I, don't know. Oh, I, never I, I feel like five is in the right age bracket for it. Yeah, I'd say anywhere to like eight years old or so. But I mean, if, if you weren't already watching it, you probably didn't care to, you know. Well, and I think 88 is like when the first videotapes came out or whatever. So I probably mm-hmm. didn't catch on, catch on. But well, it wasn't like syndicated TV and stuff yet. Or yeah, something. it wasn't on PBS like, until like the 90s, uh, I think. Okay. I think, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't. Remember. I mean, I just watched it, but I don't remember. But because yeah, I, I wasn't even an avid avid barney boy either but i um i had seen it and liked it fine and then yeah i have younger siblings that were really into it and i wanted to oh. just not hear it anymore yeah my, <laughs> my sister very much liked it it was yeah. <laughs> in my head now like i can explain yeah, but, they always, but they go into that too so it's very interesting like it's a very yeah. i mean it's more interesting than i expected it to be all anyway. right i will consider taking a look well that is it for this week thank you both thank you all Thank you, as per usual, to Jackie and Matt, and now a couple of quick follow-up points. So who is Anatar? That was one of Sauron's various names and iterations. He was also known as Artano, the High Smith, Aulendil, and Anatar, the Lord of Gifts. Apparently, Gil-galad, Elrond, and Galadriel were suspicious of him, so maybe what's going to happen is he comes back in a different form. You know, Halbrand is this, a stand-in for that, and then he comes back again as Anatar. And because they've been burned by the Halbrand Sauron, they're still suspect, but Celebrimbor accepts his help. Uh, that's one way to address it. In the books, it takes 300 years to teach the elven jewel smiths and a good 90 years for the rings of power to be forged, and it culminates in the elven rings, so they have done something strange here with those timelines. And then as for the blue wizards, two names for them are Alatar and Palando. Apparently there are also two other names in different Tolkien works that Either are there other versions of names for like Middle-earth names or whatever. It gets a little fuzzy in some of his other writings, but basically he also wrote conflicting timelines on when they were in Middle-earth, but their mission was to weaken Sauron's forces in the eastern and southern parts of Middle-earth. Other wizards were focused on the west, so it is possible that we will not only get our one blue wizard, but he'll go to Rune to meet the other blue wizard. Uh, They were, you know, companions. One of them asked the other one to come with and hang out and combat Sauron as one does. That has been it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed it, we would love it if you could leave us a rating or a review or even consider subscribing.